Welcome to The God Culture, a group of independent researchers with no affiliation to any denomination nor organization whatsoever. And on this topic, no, we are not Seventh-day Adventists. No, we are not Messianics. We just believe the Word in the full restoration of the Word. And when you read the Word, and it actually tells you in another book and another passage what it said, what Messiah said, all the way back here in Matthew. It only makes sense that that is the interpretation of that passage. I mean, what scholar could possibly overrule the writer of Hebrews? Hebrews, which is in the New Testament, even. Now, imagine how scholars have royally just totally misunderstood this passage. And again, it's because there is a paradigm here that does not want to keep the Sabbath. And it kicks and screams. And look, guys, I understand. All of us here at the God Culture do. I've been there. I used to defend against the Sabbath. No, that's, you know, you're leading people into bondage. Wait, so it's bondage? to find rest? Hmm? Doesn't make any sense. It's absolutely an illiterate position, and we are going to tackle this now when we resolve the doctrines of men. So let's get into it. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. What day was this written? About? Where was Messiah during this time? What day was he preaching on? At that time, Yahushua went on the Sabbath day. It was the Sabbath. This is a sermon on the Sabbath. But wait a minute. We posted this on Facebook this morning. This is the greatest Sabbath sermon ever. How could we say that? Let's explore. Did you know that Hebrews 4 addresses this? and tells us what Messiah was talking about. It's framed in seminaries that he refers to another time on the Day of Judgment, when we are with him. Now, that seems to make sense, and believe me, I used to believe and teach that. I understand it. However, that is further illiterate scholarship from those who read fragments out of context and don't bother to truly test the Word. Also, with the Word especially Hebrews 4, when it comes right out and says, that sermon, you know, the one that Messiah was giving that day where he said, come unto me and I'll give you rest, that one, you know which one, right? I mean, that's what he's saying here. So it explains exactly what Yahushua is talking about in that sermon. It's right there. First, get out your Bibles. And take a look at Hebrews chapter 4. Now, I'm not going to read through it. We're not going to break it down because it'd be an extremely long video, which doesn't fit the Doctrines of Men Resolved series. We're going to keep this short. But first, what day did Messiah speak this sermon? 
Well, it says right there in the passage, on the Sabbath day. And it doesn't just say or speculate that maybe it was the Sabbath. It says at that time. Well, what time? The time he just told us what he told us in Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. So it's all right there. It's very simple and really not difficult at all. Now, there are those that will complicate this, but just test what they're saying. So that starts a new chapter, but not a new topic. It's the same. Hebrews 4 is also a Sabbath sermon, just as Messiah's sermon is really the greatest Sabbath sermon ever. And it's in the New Testament. Shh, don't tell anybody. And Hebrews is in the New Testament, written after Messiah's ascension. Shh. And it's about the Sabbath practice. Shh, don't tell the New Testament church, because they're not supposed to read this stuff. It was not moved to a different day, by the way, nor was it changed in any sense. It quotes Messiah from this passage in Hebrews 4. Specifically, talking about this sermon about rest from Matthew 11. Specifically. And it tells us Messiah was speaking of the Sabbath rest, not some future rest. Period. Done. Settled. The end. He is telling us all he created. You know, the Lord of the Sabbath. Mark 2, 27, 28. Read it. It's in there actually in other Gospels as well. And he is the creator. There in the beginning was the word The Word was with God. The Word was God, right? That's what John, that's a gospel, that's in the New Testament, and that's what John wrote. That's also what Paul wrote, and we see that in Scripture four times. The Messiah was the Creator, but you don't see it in the Old Testament ever. That's because its origin is the Book of Jubilees, which the New Testament writers are quoting. But we're not going to go there in this particular video. Come and rest in him, he's saying, and you will not be weary and heavy laden any longer, but you will receive his true rest. Who doesn't need that? We all do. It is the only way that we can put on our full armor. This is the weekly Sabbath rest in which he is speaking on the Sabbath about the Sabbath, unless you throw out the book of Hebrews as a part of the Bible, of course, which would be willing ignorance. Some scholars will go there when something disagrees, then they'll question, oh, well, maybe that's a corruption. Maybe that passage doesn't actually say what it what it looks like in plain English. It obviously says and repeats, oh, well, several times, but, but it can't actually say that because that's not my doctrine, right? Doctrines of men, useless. Time to expose them all. We now know, by the way, that Hebrews was not written by Paul, so sorry, Paul haters, you can't throw that one out with unfounded ridicule either. Hebrews defines this word rest, that it uses, and Messiah is using the same word rest in the same fashion and context. This is concretely the Sabbath. Hebrews 4 tells us that's what he was talking about. We would agree 
Matthew 11, Messiah doesn't come out and say, I'm talking about the weekly Sabbath rest here, and let me be clear, this is the one from creation, this is the one from... We don't need that because Hebrews 4 is that. It tells us exactly. Here's how we know. First, it tells us it is the seventh day Sabbath. Read it in your Bible. The one created, you know, the seventh day of creation in which Yahuwah rested. It's right there in the passage, both of those, and it confirms itself. It says it again, and then it says it again. He ties it to the days of David. That's what he's saying, today. What's he quoting? He's quoting what the KJV refers to as a psalm or song for the Sabbath Day, Psalm 92 through 97. This stuff is obvious, folks. It is so obvious. It's been right there all along. How on earth any seminary, any scholar could not understand this when they read it? And again, it's because their understanding is already obscured with a false paradigm of throwing the Sabbath out. It passed away. Well, it didn't pass away in Hebrews. It didn't pass away even after the time of Messiah. You got a major problem. The church has a major problem. Massive. Because the Sabbath is a bedrock of the New Testament. You are not a New Testament church if you're not keeping his Sabbath. Period. That's according to Messiah and his words when he tells us in Matthew 24 that the Sabbath is still there during the time of the tribulation. In Revelation, twice, it tells us that we will still be found, the remnant, his remnant ecclesia, will be found keeping his Sabbath. Isaiah says the same. It's all there. Now, we cover that in our Sabbath series in great detail, over 20-plus videos of solid scripture after scripture after scripture, even from the New Testament, many. So let's look at this. Now, he is defining multiple times in this passage that Messiah was speaking of the Sabbath here. The Sabbath. Which Sabbath? The seventh day Sabbath, the one from creation, the one from the days of David, the one from the days of Moses. It's all right there in the passage. You can't interpret it any other way because you didn't write Hebrews. Sorry, scholar. And until you produce your credentials that you wrote the book of Hebrews or something that can parallel it, well, we're going to throw your words out, not the book of Hebrews and not Messiah's words, which are interpreted there. Now, he marries all of these Sabbaths as the same in all eras, all from creation. That's what he says in this passage. The seventh day Sabbath. And by the way, not the first, the seventh only period, and this is after Messiah's ascension. So the ecclesia kept the seventh-day Sabbath, not the first. That is a change in Rome. Rome changed it, and Constantine made it law, both illegal usurpers of the throne of Messiah, who is Lord of the Sabbath. He created it at creation. It remains all the way to the end in his own words. He said so. Now, how any scholar could not see this very obvious reference can only be willing ignorance, even if they don't know. Ignorance anyway, but ignorance none 
nevertheless. Yes, it's a Bible word, and we use it biblically, and we'll continue to. The writer defines his own words, and he defines Messiah's sermon as a Sabbath sermon, even using David, creation, the seventh day, and Moses altogether equated as the same. Didn't change, the day didn't change, the practice didn't change. None of it. It's right there. Now, notice the beauty of this. And this is why we do this, folks. If you are suffering from depression, there is only one cure. If you are burdened with more news of a threatening virus or any other national, international, even local news, even your family for that matter, if you are experiencing troubled times, tribulation, keep his Sabbath. This is the remedy in his words. It's right there. There is no other. We rest in him and with him, as he still does in heaven to this day, according to his own words. Matthew five seventeen through 20. Read them. And you will find, he says right here, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. So when you take on his yoke, he makes it easy. It doesn't mean life is easy, but in his presence, in keeping his Sabbath, it becomes easier. His burden is light. Would you like the burdens that you're feeling, the the heavy ladenness, especially from all of this bad news that we've received? Would you like to lighten it? You do that in his presence, in his Sabbath observance. That's what it's all about. That's what it's always been about. This is one of the greatest blessings of our lives. And we can attest to that personally. The restoration of his ways in his Sabbath, of which he is still Lord of COVID did not knock him off his throne. He wants us to seek him, and he will give us all rest. There is no counterfeit guru replacement, even in the church. They never address this. They never find anything that can possibly replace his Sabbath. To deny it, according to this passage, four times, four So you can't look at one and say, oh, no, that doesn't really mean that. Oh, no, he said it again, and he said it again, and he said it again to make sure that no one could do that with his words. Because they were doing that 2,000 years ago. Realize that. To deny is to express a form of godliness, yet deny the power thereof. Oh, it's powerful to rest in him and allow him to take your burden and make it light. To take that yoke and make it easy. To take that trouble and give you rest and peace and strength and power is in rest. Yes, that's how it works. He tells us so. If you are not keeping his Sabbath and entering his rest, you are addressed here in this passage four times. Hebrews 4 tells us that you are operating in unbelief. We call ourselves believers, yet we operate in unbelief. 
Well, how's that possible? Well, it also says you have no faith if you're not entering into his rest, his Sabbath specifically. It says so four times in this one passage alone. So you can't misinterpret. Any scholar saying otherwise, and they definitely do. Anybody can go online, look up this article, that article, this article, that article. Even people who are defending the Sabbath will then say, oh, but, you know, and they'll repeat that same line. And it's a lie. It is an absolute lie. It is not Scripture. It's not represented in Scripture. Any scholar saying otherwise just simply cannot read because they have some impediment in their psyche, in their worldview, whatever you want to call it, it's in the way. They have a stumbling block, and that needs to be removed. Send them this video, and maybe they'll change. It is time to restore his Sabbath and his ways in our lives. Take a look at this scripture in full, Hebrews 4, 1 through 11 especially. Read all of Hebrews in context, and you will see he continues with a Sabbath sermon all the way to Hebrews 13, 8, which says Yahusha is the same yesterday. Well, when's yesterday for him? Well, he's been since creation, John 1 and many other places. So he's always been. Yesterday is always in previous time, today and forever. And that he is. And his Sabbath remains because he was Lord of the Sabbath yesterday. He is Lord of the Sabbath today still, and he will be Lord of the Sabbath forever. Shabbat Shalom and Yah bless to everyone.